Hey, everybody. Welcome to a Community of Principles podcast, a conversation to support leaders. I'm your host, Ben Gilpin. Now, let's get this started. Well, we are back with the Community of Principles podcast. Uh, I am Ben Gilpin, your host, and I have with me a great guest today. Before we get to the guest, hey, it is probably about that time of year where, you know, the time's going to change soon. Temperatures are definitely going downhill a little bit. And if you're anything like me, you're kind of in that uh, parent-teacher crunch a little bit as well. And so here's a couple of things. As I talk to all leaders across the state, I just am going to challenge you and encourage you at the same time to try and your very best, and I believe you are, of building that partnership, build that bridge. Because the stronger that partnership is, we know our students are going to succeed. And I'll be the first to admit, sometimes that partnership and building that bridge is more challenging than others. But for the good of our students, we have to try our best. So without any further ado, I have a fantastic guest with me today. I have Viral Gilbert with us. Viral, welcome. Ben, how are you doing? You know, I'm doing pretty well. It's uh, today we've we've had a few meetings. I've uh, I've been we had Story Fest here at Warner Elementary today, and Story Fest is a, is where we have different librarians and, and storytellers come into the school. And I happen to listen to a fantastic story today, so I'm in a great mood. How about you? What a great start to the day! Yeah, too, you talked about parent teacher conferences. This is our parent teacher conference. Uh, one of our parent-teacher conferences days, and uh, we're off to a great start. It's, it's great to see our families coming in. It's great to see our our kids coming back, hearing about all the, the great progresses and all the great things that they're doing uh, with their teachers and in their classrooms. And it, it's great to see their, our, our parents' smiling faces, uh, really building that community that you talked about. So Absolutely. And, and you know, it fills up, and it, you can just feel it's a different energy in the building. So that's, that's a cool thing. Absolutely. Um, hey, so Viral, so... Can you tell our audience, tell our colleagues around the state, um, where are you currently at right now? And and can you give us kind of like the cliff note version of how did you get there? Yeah, Ben, I am the uh, principal at Han Intermediate here in Davison Community Schools. Uh, Han is a five, six building uh, of around 880 kids. I'm very blessed to be here. I have an amazing staff. Uh, I'm going to give some shout outs to some of them at, uh, at the end of this podcast. But uh, I started out uh, 19 years ago as a self-contained teacher of the emotionally impaired at the Davison Middle School. Four years later, I moved over here to Han Intermediate uh, as the co-taught teacher. I uh, wanted to expand my horizons, wanted to learn a little bit more about leadership and about uh, working with uh, not only students with disabilities, but also with general education students. Um, five years later, I was the assistant principal here at Han Intermediate. After five years uh, as the assistant I became the uh, principal, and it's been it's been another five years here as the principal. So very blessed. I have a great staff, and, and super excited to be on a podcast. You've had some amazing guests, and I'm very honored to to be part of this. Oh, we're we're excited to have you on here, and it's and excited to learn with you and from you, Viral. You've been just a fantastic, positive voice. You and I have have uh, crossed paths several times face-to-face, but we also crossed paths on the Twitterverse, um, especially yep. on Thursday nights with uh, Memspa Chat. So that's always yep. a good time as well. Yeah, that's a, that's a great place for uh, principals uh, and other educational leaders to learn with each other. 
Absolutely. So, hey, I got my first question, and this is season three, everybody. Season three is three questions, and so this will be question number one, and it's actually a two-parter. Vera, what are two things most people don't know about you? So, Ben, I, I think most people you know, may know or may know who know me know that I'm a big sports fan. Uh, I played uh, baseball, basketball, and soccer uh, all the way through high school. Um, I've always been drawn to leadership roles and, and helping others. Uh, I was a class president, uh, captain of sports uh, teams, and I was also kind of a peer counselor. But what some people may not know is that I was Prince Charming in my high school musical, and I sang in uh, the Madrigals that, that senior year. It's kind of a funny story the way it happened. One day in the fall, my, my junior year, uh, the, the vocal music director, uh, Mr. Priestap, came to me, um, and he said, you should be you should be a singer. And I looked at him like, what are you talking about? I've never sang in my life. He said, no, no, no. He said, I went to your soccer game and, and was watching one of my students there. And I noticed that you you were yelling at all of them and you yell from your diaphragm. You would be <laughs> a great a great singer. I kind of looked at him like, oh, you got to be kidding me. So I thought, well, I guess if, if he says this, I'll give it a try. And uh, I, I found that I really enjoyed it. And I really enjoyed Mr. Priestep's class. He's one of those teachers that when I started thinking about what my profession should be after college, I went back to and asked him. And he was really big on relationships and obviously going to, to different events and different games and connecting with kids was something that was really, really big for him. And so, you know, that I kind of, I kind of keyed into that. So, so that's one of the things that people may not know about me. Uh, the other thing is that, uh, you know, I owe a lot of my success uh, to my grandfather, who I'm named after, and my, and my grandmother, Erlene Gilbert, uh, both of them dropped out of high school um, and went back to school in their 60s uh, after my grandfather retired from the Buick and Flint. And at this time, he is still the oldest graduate of Swords Creek High School. Both of them, especially my grandmother, instilled in me and my parents and, and also my siblings the importance of education. Uh, not only did they push for us to further our education, but, you know, they saved for us to do so. Uh, so both of them, all of my parents paid for my education as well as the, the educations of my, of my siblings and all the way up through our master's degrees. You know, I mean, they really believe strongly in education um, and they kind of pass that down to us. Um, I, I even, you know, stress that with some of my new staff members uh, when they come in. That's one of the first things that I talk about is I know you've just got this great job. You're right out of college, but now's the time to start thinking about adding those master's degree courses starting your education. There's, I know there's a financial burden, but you know the importance of education in our profession, and not only for ourselves, but for our kids uh, is important. And so adding to your education as well as, as adding a financial benefit too um, is important. So again, those are two things that, that people, you know, they may not know about. Me. Very cool. I like those. Now I got to ask the question because you mentioned Swords Creek. Yeah. So have, have you used your singing voice to compete with uh, the songs no. that they're pushing out? No, 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 no. Ben, Ben Manka and Jim Kitchen are absolutely amazing. And, and it's been several years since, since I, I've done any serious thing. I sang through college, uh, but I haven't done that. I, you know, if probably if they, if they decided to sing a Johnny Cash song or do a Johnny Cash parody, I might be able to, to help out there. I'm a huge Johnny Cash fan, but, but no, those guys are amazing. They're awesome. Uh, I love hearing them. I've got some buddies that are principals out there. They're, they're, they're really, really phenomenal. I 100% agree, but I will don't sell yourself short. I, I think that maybe you've got maybe maybe you've got a snow day compilation in your in your system somewhere. 
Well, Verl, let's um, let's transition to question number two. And and question two, this is more about um, some a story potentially that fuels you and gives you motivation and inspiration. Do you got anything for us, Ben? Uh, my uh, my my grandfather on my mother's side, Carl Armour, uh, was he was probably one of the most uh, positive uh, and kind people that uh, I ever knew. He was a veteran of World War II, um, and he was he was shot in the foot. He was uh, uh, injured. And uh, it was right before the, the Battle of the Bulge. Um, after being shot, you know, uh, many of the German soldiers kind of got all the injured American uh, GIs together and they kind of planned on, on just kind of shooting them. Uh, luckily, one of the German officers came by and, and kind of stopped him. You know, after 18 months in a POW camp, uh, he, was, he was liberated. And in that POW camp, my, my grandfather was six foot two, uh, about 170 pounds at the time. He dropped 50 pounds in that, in that 18 months. Um, and despite all of that, he seemed to put a very positive spin on that experience and, and other experiences. Uh, you know, one of the guards used to call him the Missouri mule and you know, one of his toes was shot off. And so they called him nine. And, oh. and uh, <laughs> even, even through that, he still found a way to keep it positive. Uh, he talked about, you know, some of the GIs would, you know, they'd pass away uh, over that 18 months and some of them would get to shivering, he talked about, and they'd have, he said they'd have to hold on to them. Uh, so they didn't float on up to heaven. So I, I tend to believe that his positivity uh, was something that really got him through that experience. And it allowed him to live a, a very full life uh, all the way up until 94 years of age. So uh, I, I guess I kind of draw strength on that. Uh, I think if, if he could go through that situation, um, put such a very positive spin on things, some of the, some of the frustrating things that go on um, in our profession and, and, and my day-to-day life, I kind of got to step back and go, you know what? probably not as bad as this. And, and if he can put a positive spin on things, so can I. Uh, perspective, right? It's all about perspective. You know, it's, I love that story. And I, and I do because as soon as you started telling the story, my mind immediately went to my grandfather who was in the Navy. And you know, that's, and it's such a powerful remembrance mm-hmm. of, of a time that I don't even think most of us can fathom. So I, I love that story. And you know, I especially love that story as you and I both know, we are preparing in just a couple short weeks, we have a veterans day. Yep, um, yep. And so perfect timing on that as well. Well, let's move on to uh, question three. This is always one of my favorites because, um, you know, as, as leaders, you know, sometimes we get an opportunity. Sometimes somebody pushes us into an opportunity. Sometimes someone sees things in us that maybe we didn't even see in ourselves. Talk about how, I mean, how did you get to the spot you're in now? How did something had to have happened? Either somebody pushed you or, or an opportunity arose. How did you get to there? And tell us that story. Well, I mean, I, I think I go back to, you know, my, my upbringing and my growing up. You know, my parents always felt like, you know, we as, as Gilberts, uh, we should, you know, stand up for those who can't, you know, care for others, give back, you know, that we should be the ones to take the lead. Um, so that, that was just instilled in me uh, and my siblings growing up with with my parents. I've heard a lot of principals or other principals say, you know, that they weren't really sure that they wanted to be a principal or, you know, they, they, somebody suggested that they do this and they would just try it out. And it'd be kind of talked into the position. I guess that's kind of tough for me, tough for me to relate to because I've always felt like I wanted to seek out leadership positions. And I guess I put that in kind of a sports situation like if I'm captaining a baseball team or a soccer team, uh, you know, we're heading into a big game and, you know, I, I stepped up and said, well, you know, the coach said, 
Uh, I should probably be the captain. I'm not right, real sure that this is, you know, what I should be doing. But, you know, let's go out there and give it our best. Like, and shoe on the other foot, I think it would I'd struggle with, uh, you know, being a player if, if one of my teammates stood up and said, said kind of the same thing. I, I probably wouldn't be thinking about performing. Uh, you know, Derek Wheaton, Deb McFalone, I mean, they talk about, you know, courageous leadership and other principals too talk about courageous leadership, you know, being willing to step out and, and lead and, and face adversity, you know, being confident and vulnerable. I mean, those, those are things that leaders do. And, and those are opportunities that I've always tried to, to step out in. But, you know, the people that have given me the opportunity to, to do that, you know, I think back to Shelly Fenner, uh, Davison Middle School, when I was the EI teacher there, and she gave me the opportunity to be the climate chair. And, and from that group, uh, our group built upon what was kind of called the Cardinal Code uh, there at that time. And, and it spread throughout the, out the district from that, from that program. Uh, Sue Kenkel, I love Sue. She gave me the opportunity to supervise our, our summer school program and then also was the principal here for one year. And she was great because I was able to bounce ideas off her. And, and I'm sure there were probably some ideas that, that I suggested that she, she didn't think were, were maybe the greatest ideas or should be done that way. But she gave me the opportunity to make mistakes, gave me the opportunity to work through some of those things. If it had not been for her giving me probably that first summer school opportunity, uh, I may not have been in this current position. And then also, you know, Holly Hollebecki, uh, who is who's now our, our director of student services, hired me as an AP at Han. You know, on, on top of a lot of memorable phrases to live by, um, I learned a lot about being organized, about being prepared. Um, that the key to discipline is, is truly teaching uh, the behavior instead of punishing the behavior. Spot on. Um, you know, she shared it. She shared a lot of experiences with me about the culture of our district and the culture of our building. And so I'm, I'm very happy to have her. I did want to give a few shout outs here, Ben. You know, my elementary principals and middle school colleagues, they're amazing. I mean, I can collaborate with them almost any time, day and night. Uh, and I'm very honored to work with them. Uh, my AP, uh, Carrie Collins, is amazing. I mean, she coaches staff on a workshop, PLCs. I mean, she's just been she's been a rock star here. I can't wait for her to, to have her own building. My dean of students works with at-risk students. I mean, he understands that you know, can't swing the hammer of discipline with students that, that make poor choices, just really helping and coaching them. Um, and then I have, I have two amazing aspiring principals. It's great to see uh, these two uh, getting involved in leadership opportunities, Jesse Zotkowski and, and Kayla Dowdle. Um, I can't wait for them to get their opportunities as principals. So again, I wanted to give a shout out to them. They're amazing. My staff is amazing. And, and I, I really, really appreciate having them and, and then the support from them. Well said. Very well said, Verl. And, you know, I, I love the story. I love the opportunities and how so many different people have created opportunities and also supported you along the journey. And really, you know, so much of the time, that is the truth right there. Rarely do we get to a spot all by our lonesome. I am a true believer that... Um, that is those connections that we make. It's maybe a conversation on the side. It's an opportunity that's been presented. It's people supporting us along our journey. That's what helps us get there. And and you definitely epitomize that with that uh, with that story. I just I thought it was fantastic. Thanks again for coming on. Thank you, Ben. I appreciate it. Very honored. Uh, so as we wrap up this episode, people, um, you know, one thing, you know. A lot of this really comes back to relationships, but it also comes back to as leaders, we have to connect and reflect. 
And I can tell, and I know, I know my friend Viral very well that he is constantly in a state of reflection and he's also building those connections as well. So as you listen to this episode, reach out, touch base on social media. And uh, definitely when we get together face to face in uh, Traverse City for the MEMSPA conference, that's a great chance to, uh, to just touch base with Viral and, and share how much his story has meant to you. Thanks again, Viral. Thank you, Ben. Ben, Ben, before we go, is, is there any opportunity we're going to get you one of these podcasts to, to answer some of these questions? I, I think the folks, the other principals around here would love to hear some, you answer some of these questions. Uh, you know what? I actually, you're not the first person to ask that question. So I, that, that may actually happen at some point. You know, it's been, it's been fantastic for me to, to be able to talk to what I consider colleagues and friends from around the state and learn more about people and, you know, finding out where your names come from, finding out, uh, finding out what fuels you in the morning, finding out more about your sports background and finding out how many people have supported you along the way. That is to me, that's where the real value comes in. I'm just grateful that you, uh, that you made this happen with me. Well, thank you, Ben. I, I appreciate it. And again, I'd, I'd love to love to hear you answer some of these questions. I think you'd be really good. Thanks. Interview. Thanks, everybody. Season three continues. Thanks again, Ben. Well, thanks again to our guest. Let's continue to connect and reflect because that's what leaders do. Thank you to all of our listeners. Don't forget to check out hashtag Memspa chat Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can also find more leadership tools at memspa.org.